Sometimes it's difficult to get uh, children or young kids to eat their fruits and vegetables. Uh, parents are pretty clever in getting around that. I had a, young, I had a sister who, uh, who didn't like to eat peas, and so my parents uh, mixed in the peas with the mashed potatoes and covered them with gravy, and she never knew she was eating peas. Uh, there's ways to get kids to eat their fruits and vegetables, to mix them in with other ingredients, or to mix them with other foods. Uh, there's a lot of clever ways to get around that. I think this analogy carries over in today's readings. In the spiritual life, uh, the Lord asks us to do certain things, but he disguises the crosses. Uh, he doesn't show us the full picture. Because he, knew, he knows that if he showed us the full picture and we saw all the many different crosses and sufferings we'd have to endure, we would respond with a flat-out no. And so instead, he gives us step-by-step. Uh, step. He, he, he shows us what the next step is, but he doesn't show us the whole picture. And so uh, as someone who we can think about someone who's beginning to pray, beginning to begin a spiritual life. Uh, the Lord fills that person with consolation. Prayer is enjoyable. Uh, I like that image of a dog getting trained. When you first train a dog, you need to uh, reinforce it or uh, provide incentives with dog treats. And then as the, as the dog grows and matures, gradually you wean them off of treats. And the th same example happens in the spiritual life. When a, when a person begins first to pray, the Lord fills them with a lot of spiritual consolation. Uh, it's enjoyable to pray. But then as that person matures and grows in their spiritual life, slowly but surely, the Lord takes away those spiritual consolations. So sometimes when, it, when we go to pray, we just experience a desert, spiritual desolation. And the Lord per, uh, permits that to happen in our prayer because he knows that our love has deepened so much that he doesn't, we don't need those spiritual consolations. And, and so when we go to pray, uh, the Lord asks us to do certain things and we're able to respond because of the love that has grown and developed. When we go to pray, uh, that's when the Lord asks us or invites us to our particular vocations. For you, for most of you, married life, for me, priesthood, for some, religious life, the Lord asks them to do certain things. And uh, many times when he asks, he hides or disguises the crosses and the sufferings that come. In our first reading today, it was from Jeremiah. Remember how Jeremiah was called? Jeremiah, the Lord calls Jeremiah, and Jeremiah says, no, not me. I know not how to speak. Choose someone else. Um, and yet, the Lord promises Jeremiah, I will build you up like a wall of brass, uh, and I will send you out. What you speak, uh, um, people will receive, because it's, it's my word. Jeremiah was very hesitant at first, but the Lord continues to call him. And um, it's so beautiful in our own particular vocations, uh, we encounter the crosses as well. Uh, as, as a young priest, I've had the blessing of doing many weddings. And it's beautiful to see how, how couples 
uh, progress and mature from their wedding day uh, until they get their firstborn child, and then their secondborn, and their thirdborn. Uh, and I, I, I just imagine what, what crosses they have that come with children. I can only imagine uh, what, what the home family life might be like when two, at two o'clock in the morning the baby's crying and uh, they roll over in bed and say, it's your turn, I got up last time. Or if the, if the, kid, if the kids are sick, uh, I stayed home from work last time, you can stay home this time. Uh, or if the car breaks down, uh, we're saving up for our kids' college education and now we have to pay for the, uh, to repair the car and we have to meet this month's rent bill as well and the bills just pile up, those crosses that come along with married life. Um, it's so good to be a priest. Uh, uh, but I'm not, uh, the Lord gives me crosses as well. Uh, crosses such as when people grumble because mass goes over one hour or uh, people who can't hear me but they choose to sit in the back when the first 10 pews are open. Uh, there's crosses that come with the priesthood as well. Uh, and so on those days, whether in married life or priesthood or single life or um, it, for the young people who are students, at the end of the day, sometimes we just go to pray and we say, Jesus, you sly dog. You sly dog, Jesus. Uh, we repeat the first reading, the words from the first reading. You duped me, O Lord. You duped me and I let myself be duped. You were too strong for me and you triumphed. All the day I am an object of laughter. Everyone mocks me. Uh, God has a sense of humor. Uh, he, 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 he baits the hook and we take the bait and then he just reels us in. And he, he enjoys uh, giving us certain crosses because it's through the cross that we receive our salvation. Uh, but when the Lord gives us crosses, he, does, he never asks us to carry our crosses alone. In fact, if we did try to carry our crosses alone, they would crush us. Remember what Jesus said in another place in the Gospels? He says, my yoke is easy and my burden light. Come to me and I will give you rest. Uh, it takes two oxen to pull a plow. We do half the work, well, less than half the work. Jesus does the heavy lifting. Jesus does more than half the work. Uh, and Jesus promises us in today's gospel that if you, if you follow me, there's going to be a cross. There's going to be pain. There's going to be suffering. Jesus says, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. If we're seeking an easy life, then let's not follow Jesus. Jesus isn't promising an easy life. He's promising a life of sacrifice, of suffering, of a little bit of uh, being uncomfortable. Uh, but the Lord uh, gives us the grace. And so each morning we have a choice to make. There's a, there's, a, there's a priest who in our diocese who visits Catholic schools. And then when he goes and visits uh, classes, in, uh, he gives the kids time to ask him questions. And one of the questions that always comes up, the kids ask, is, Father, when did you decide to be a priest? And this priest says, this morning, this morning. Every morning we have a choice to make. 
Uh, for myself, every morning I have to wake up and say, I'm going to be a priest today. Uh, when I speak to religious sisters, I say, every morning you put on the habit and you wear the veil. You're making a choice, a statement. Today I'm going to be the bride of Christ. For married couples, husband and wife, every morning when you wake up, today you say, I'm going to accept my cross. I'm going to be the husband or the wife or the mother or the father that God has called me to be. Today, I'm going to take up my cross. Isn't that what we pray in the morning offering? Today, Lord, I accept all the joys, sorrows, sacrifices, sufferings, and I offer them back to you in union with the masses said throughout the world. This is part of taking up our cross, being a follower of Jesus. But let us remember that we're not called to carry our crosses alone. Jesus is carrying it with us. And so when God invites, sometimes the crosses at first aren't always evident, but when they do come, the Lord gives us the grace to carry them. And so as we gather here at this Mass, we're invited, whatever crosses, sufferings, hardships, the difficulties we're experiencing, maybe things we're grateful for, whatever is giving us gratitude, to just place them at the altar, to place them on the paten or in the chalice as the priest offers them. And as the priest says, pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and all of yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. And so as we gather here at this Mass, what are the sacrifices that you're bringing? What are the joys, the sufferings, uh, the, the, the hardships, what, whatever gives you gratitude. What are you bringing to the Lord and offering that back? Allow that to be the sacrifice that we offer today on this altar. And may the Lord in his love and kindness receive all of our works, all of our joys, all of our sufferings. May he receive them and give us the grace to go out this week and be faithful to whatever vocation he's calling us to.